Episode 68, sorry I'm a little late. Internet was janky because of the storm coming through, but a lot to cover between Moto America champions from the season, F1 in Singapore, all the NASCAR action coming up from Talladega, concussions, the cars, there's so much to talk about here, and we will get to it here in a few seconds because this is Racing with Jesse Rosinski, and it starts right now. Welcome back, Racing with Jesse Rosinski, episode 68. Sorry, I'm a little late on the release this time, but Ian finally got here. The Outer Bands did last night. My internet went out for some reason because it was only sprinkling, and it's a lot worse now that the internet's working. But we got off. Yeah, it looked like we're getting off with a lot of rain. The wind's there, but nothing as bad as everyone down there, you know, in Florida and you know, South Carolina, Wilmington, which is right down the road here in North Carolina. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of damage, especially down in Florida. I know a bunch of them, now people that don't know how they're getting back to their home because the bridge is down. So lots of prayers and all that out to them. I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining why I'm here late. They need all the love that they can get because that one's going to take a long time, you know, to clean up from. Um, and sadly, the numbers and all that are just going to keep getting worse as we go. But I just know that I'm pretty sure I can speak for all of us say that, you know, got all of our love and you're in all of everybody's prayers, at least the decent human beings left here. Cause I did see a lot of hateful stuff, but no point in getting out to that. <clears throat> there is a bunch of good racing this weekend to come. I mean, F1's finally back, took them long enough. I don't know how they need that many weeks off during the summer for a summer break. And then they go do races and right back to two weeks off. I didn't like it personally, but my opinion really doesn't matter to any of them. So yeah, they do what they want. Uh, we saw our season's end last season, as in, yeah, last race of the season, not people getting hurt, eliminated, or any of that, even though we do see that Alex Bowman is out of the car with concussion systems after the wreck of Texas. So, and again, everyone's like, ooh, throwing, you know, you can take a couple days before you feel any of them for anyone. It's ever, you know, had some severe concussions and all that, normal ones. Yeah, sometimes it does take a while. So, your best wishes to him. Yeah, speedy but healthy. Yeah, and long enough recovery because again, those things get old after a while. So, I'll get into all the safety stuff and all that later. But we got to get into some racing. And sadly, my boys at American Flat Track, they're off until October 14th and 15th for a double header with the Volusia Finale 1 on the 14th and the Volusia Half Mile 3 on the 15th to end the season at Volusia Speedway Park in Barberville, Florida. I always love the racing there. Yeah, I've always, you know, been a fan of their stuff there. It sucks to see it end, but, you know, it's not it's got to happen, obviously. Two weeks until that happens, so make sure you guys are ready and looking for it because the races there normally, they were good earlier this year, so... Should be a good one. Very exciting stuff. And again, championships and all that on the line. Hate to see him go, but you know, the quicker it goes, I guess that you know, I'll try to look on the positive and say the quicker that means it'll be back. So we'll be, you know, even closer. But really good stuff like the racing evolution speedway. We'll see how it ends up. But that's October 14th, 15th. So two weeks away. And please really make sure to figure it out where it is and how to watch it because those guys normally kill it there. 
We have Moto America. The season ended last weekend. Barber Motorsports Park never recorded, so I didn't get to see it. Thanks to my DVR. Yeah, good job, Hulu. Can't delete half of it. Half the stuff doesn't record. Good times. But when it does work, it's perfect. But Super Sport. Josh Heron on Ducati won that championship by 106 points. STG Junior Cup. Cody Wyman on a Kawasaki won while tied with Gus Rodeo, but got the tiebreaker. So congratulations to them to come down after that many races to come down tie. That's pretty impressive. The Uasa Stock 1000, Corey Alexander again on a tiebreaker he had with Hayden Gillum. And again, after that many races, no one can say that, that isn't impressive that they're tied. But congratulations to Corey on that championship. Rivet Twins Cup, Blake Davis on a Yamaha by 20 points. Mission King of the Baggers, Tyler O'Hara on an Indian by 10 points. Super Hooligan, Tyler O'Hara again on an Indian by eight points. And then the, the Medallia Superbikes, Jake Gagne on a Yamaha by 20 points over Perucci. Again, those two guys were right there, very consistent. You know, Gagne was just a little more consistent with you know, getting wins, but really good you know, season. So if you get a chance, if anything's running you, find it. Watch that stuff. It's really – they put on hella good racing on those courses – you know, the red flags kill it, but they make them, you know, they just stop it. So you get to see the whole race. It's hard, you know, you don't get to see anything more than really the super bikes and the king of the baggers on TV. But even those races are fantastic, good racing throughout. I'd never be able to do it, just like American Flat Track, which makes it even cooler. But congratulations to all of them on their championships. Because, again, I couldn't do it. And coming down to the wire, I mean, look how many ties we had. How often do we get to talk about anything where there's that many ties? I mean, that's really impressive. So congratulations to all of them. We got the Camping World NHRA Midwest Nationals, a worldwide technology raceway in Madison, Illinois. Only three races left after this one. We'll see if it actually, you know, technology actually works with me. And again, I, I might be a little late for the show next week to recap everything, or I'm going to do a bunch of little ones and see how fast I can upload them from my phone. Because again, I don't know. We're supposed to get a lot of rain winds here. I hear it beating up on the side of the house right there. So if you're looking for 69 after this, I don't know when it'll be, but I will get to it sooner or later for everybody. But that should be, you know, really good stuff. And again, I love the NHRA, just all the science that goes into how fast they could change things over when bad things happen. Like that's holding on to a rocket and it's fantastic stuff. Yeah. Wait till Sunday. If you're you know never watched it before. I mean, you could watch on the weekend when they do qualifying, but just wait till Sunday when, you know, the actual event itself is going on, not qualifying. Those guys kill it. Like, it's absolutely nuts. And I enjoy it. I think it's a really cool thing. That's me, again, but if you never gave it a chance, do it. You don't know what you're missing. Those guys put on some crazy stuff, especially when they're in Denver, but Maha Nationals are pretty much a year away again. But to see how much, you know, they have to tweak things because the air is even crazier, but... Make sure you watch it again. Worldwide Technology Raceway, Madison, Illinois, the NHRA Midwest Nationals. Three races left, so that one's coming down to the wire for the championship as well. Arkham Menards, her snacks 250. I say hers, other people say hers, whatever. Salem Speedway, Salem, Indiana. It'll be on MAV TV, 1 p.m. On Saturday, it's the second to last race. The Arca West, Napa Auto Parts 150, presented by Burko Redwood, All-American Speedway in Roseville, California. It's going to be streaming on Flow Racing and airing all the way way out on the 10th at 1 p.m. on USA. We all know how you know, big of a fan I am 
of all that. I think that's ridiculous, but who am I? I don't make decisions as to why that is so far out. And again, Arca East is done. And another congratulations to Sammy Smith on getting a second straight championship. And they got the Sioux Chief showdown as well. So congratulations to him. He deserved it. I mean, the way he ran this year, he earned it. So no one can deny any of that. And if they want to, don't listen to them because they're just terrible, terrible human beings or something of the sort. F1, Singapore GP. Here's the one I'm excited about just because it's about time. I've never actually got to see the Singapore race. And I didn't get to see a lot again. I was married for forever. You know, never got to watch, you know, a lot of racing because, you know, she wanted nothing to do with it. Bored. She liked it, you know, to go to the track live. She was okay with that. But I never got to see a lot of it. So I'm really, really excited to see how the Singapore GP goes at the Marina Bay Street Circuit Sunday, 7.55 a.m. on ESPN. And it should be a really good one. It's really easy to find. And Sky Sports, you know, in their work with, you know, letting it go on ESPN is just phenomenal. Like you watch their coverage, it's completely different than pretty much anything you'll see here. And I think they really have, you know, a great product altogether. Hell, pr- you know, practice should be on somewhere. I know the first two are done, but there should be a rerun on right now or FP3 and qualifying, you know, tomorrow. Watch that. Like how they do it, it's fantastic the way they run everything I'm excited for. It's the first time there since before COVID. That race was September 22nd, 2019. And no offense to those guys, those results don't matter. And if you look at them, so many people, so many different places, and whether they moved up in equipment, moved down in equipment, or on the way out, aren't there at all anymore, none of it matters. So I'm not even going to go over it because literally a lot has changed in that amount of time and nothing makes a difference. But free practice one from earlier this morning, Lewis Hamilton first, which was great to see. Again, if you've been watching, you know, how about a year, you know, it's been, he's made a lot out of not being really fast at all, but it was good to see him. Even if it was a practice, Max Verstappen second, Charlotte Claire third, Sergio Perez fourth, George Russell fifth, Carlos Sainz sixth, Russell Cohen seventh, Lance Stroll eighth, Pierre Gasly ninth, and Fernando Alonso getting the 10th. Uh, it was good to see Sebastian Vettel 11th. Again, I think he won the last time they were there and he was still driving for a Ferrari. So completely different world. Ricardo was 12th, Mick Schumacher 18th. And then Daniel Ricardo's teammate, Lando Norris 19th. Then we move on to free practice too. We got to see a fire there. Thankfully, the driver got out. was okay, but this time, Signs moved up and was the fastest. Charlotte Claire was second. George Russell third. Max was back in fourth. So I want to see tomorrow if they can hold on to that and keep him back there. I mean, again, still going with him just because keep saying, give me a reason to, and I'll pick against him. No one's given me a reason to. But Lewis Hamilton in fifth, so it was good to see, you know, just change of pace to see two Ferraris first, Max fourth, and Mercedes third and fifth around him and his teammate Sergio Perez was all the way back at ninth. So it's good to see, you know, that's how it works out. If he doesn't get the podium, I'm guessing he's still going to be up there. Sorry. It's max. I'm not voting against him till they make me have a reason, but Ocon was sixth, Valtteri Botas seventh. So that was good to see Fernando Alonso eighth, Sergio Perez nine, Lance Stroll 10th. And this time Lando Norris was 11th and teammate Daniel Ricciardo was 18th. Again, I don't know fuel levels, what they were all trying a lot of different stuff in there, but that was a big swing. Kevin Magnuson, 13th, and the team at Mick Schumacher, 19th, you know, back there. Again, not a good time for him. Officially, he was, you know, 18th in practice session one to go back to 19th is a good, but at least it was Nicholas Latifi. Latifi was last in both sessions, so he has a lot of speed to try 
to figure out there. And I'm still going with Max again until someone beats him. Not wasting my time picking against him because, you know, when I say beat him, I don't mean like one race. I mean consistently. And no one's been able to figure it out. Some of it was, you know, bad pit strategy. There were some, you know, failures on cars, but otherwise he's dominated the whole season. So we'll see how it goes. But don't forget again, Sunday, pretty much eight o'clock AM on ESPN and poor street course under the lights. Like it's really, um, I'm super stoked for it just to actually finally get to see it. Cause I've always caught bits and pieces. I've never got to see, you know, the whole thing from start to finish live. So really, really, really looking forward to that, which gets us to the NASCAR action. Talladega Super Speedway. I don't know how to feel about it because we've seen how it's all worked out a lot of the time this year, especially Atlanta and all that. But the Talladega 250, I didn't get a sponsor. That's kind of scary. But Saturday, 1230 on FS1. You know, should be, you know, decent racing. I just, I don't know. You know, if you look at the 2021 results, it pretty much shows exactly what I'm afraid of. Because listen to the, listen to these results. Tate Fogelman won, Tyler Hill second, Todd Gillen third. Not a big shocker, but John Harnemichek fourth, Ryan Truex fifth, Corey Roper sixth, Spencer Boyd seventh, Danny Bowen eighth, Chase Purdy ninth, Keith McGee tenth. Tell me anyone expected to see that or hear any of that. Like that shows you what these things can do. But Ben Rhodes got a 13th, Crafton was 14th, Chandler Smith 19th, Kraus 20th. And finger 21st, Friesen 22nd, Haley 24th, Hosevar 25th, St. Smith 33rd out of the 40 in the field. And again, it's exactly what you'd expect. It's Talladega. Now, so I don't have any big bold predictions for this one, boys and girls. I'm sorry, ladies and gents. Can't do it. It all takes is one. Woo. And half the field's gone. But entry list has some good ones in there. Jennifer Joe Cobb tried you know, to qualify for this race in her 10 truck. If you haven't seen her all. Yeah, run all the races, even show up. So that's good. Priest is in the 17 again for David Gilden Racing. Ryan Priest, um, hey, watch out for him at least because he knows what he's doing there and he's competent. And I still think he should be in the Cup Series over certain people because he's actually, you know, talented. But no point in getting back into that. Natalie Decker in the 43 for Olivia Morrison. Olivia Morrison, thank you, NASCAR. So we saw she was going to do it last time. I had to back out because even though the FDA and everyone else did it, NASCAR needed to do their own investigation for diesel beverages, you know, go through it all, whatever the word, I can't think of it right now. They had to go through it and make sure everything was all copacetic and good. And she had to pull out the last second. So it's good to see her in the race and see what she could do. That was the race of Daytona that she had to pull out of. And Parker Kligerman's in the 75 again this weekend. And like I said, right at the bottom, but it's Dega, so I got nothing. See how the playoff guys go because there's people that need good runs obviously because they're in the playoffs but then you can see everybody in the playoffs have a garbage run and i'll get taken out and it doesn't make a difference so really just intrigued to see how it plays out with all of that because again it only takes one wrong move at least talladega is wider you know so there's more room to get out of the way if wrecks happen in certain places but if it happens also in certain places it doesn't matter there's nowhere to go the track closes up so we'll see how it goes but really i'm just looking forward to see what priest can do natalie decker getting a run and the playoff drivers. Yeah, and thank you to NASCAR for finally approving diesel beverages so she could, you know, run. And it's a new sponsor in there. So, you know, anyone that could bring new sponsorship and new eyes and everything into the sport is a good thing, regardless of what you feel of her. So, you know, take it like that. Don't be a complete douche canoe about it because I've seen people say things like, what's the point? But she's bringing new eyeballs and money and sponsors into the sport. That's a good thing for the sport. If you haven't noticed, everyone needs 93 sponsors a year to cover everything. So, 
That's a good thing. Moves on to the Xfinity Series. Sparks 300 Saturday at 4 p.m. on USA. And I must say, please don't let too much stupid happen in the truck series. As yeah, they're running double header that day or the hell at that point, even the Xfinity Series, just so they actually get the whole race. And at least this time, they gave it enough time that they should, in that amount of time, be able to get the truck race done. No questions asked. But again, Saturday, 4 p.m. USA. They ran there earlier this year in April where Noah Gregson got the win. Jeffrey Earnhardt with you know, Larry Mack as his crew chief got a second. That was a hell of a run watching him cut through the field. I don't care who you are. That was amazing. But A.J. Elmdinger third, Ryan Sieg fourth, Lana Castle fifth, Anthony Alfredo sixth, Riley Herb seventh, Joe Graff Jr. eighth, Myatt Snyder ninth, and Brett Moffitt got a top ten. Again, there's a lot of uh, not even going through the rest of it just because so many wrecks and a lot of bad times for playoff drivers. So I'm really you know curious to see how everyone bounces back and how the wrecks and the cars you know everything goes but no matter what we still have to expect the junior more sports guys because they're always strong to be up there working together just like the college guys because no matter what they feel a little bit off at ovals or this but they're always right there together at plate track so really excited to see how that all goes but we do get to see joey gase in the five this week and trevor bang gets another run in the 18 i think he deserves you know full-time ride in that good equipment it's just could be me but i think he's more than you know, earned it. Derek Griffiths in the 26th this week, which would have been Jeffrey Earnhardt to get round two and try again, but he is in the race in the 35. And again, I just want to see, you know, how the racing is and how the playoff drivers do because it's Talladega and I'm expecting nothing but chaos. I'll leave it at that. Nothing but chaos is all that I can expect at these tracks. Gets us to the Cup Series Yellowwood 500 Sunday, 2 p.m. on NBC. The rest of the race is going to be on NBC. So hopefully all this weather and lightning Everything stops because I'm pretty sure NBCS shows that they like to show on Sunday night. So it's kind of hard to show it when the race is going on for nine years. But from earlier this year in April, Chastain got the win. Austin Dillon second, Kyle Busch third, Larson fourth, Truex fifth, Jones sixth, Elliott seventh, McDowell eighth, Bowman ninth, Harvick tenth. And like I said, you know, Bowman's out with a concussion. So they fit Noah Gregson. He's going to fill in the 48. So we'll see what he could do in that good, you know, really good you know equipment see how it all works out but i really just go into it looking to see how playoff drivers like chase elliott christopher bell blaney like byron now that he got the penalties moved back like how all of them are going to be able to do how the tires are how the you know just to see how stupid it all gets and see if another playoff driver gets a win but again it's talladega and the way tires have been going like it's just see how it all works out how the wrecks work out you know if it's a you know, much cleaner race, which we could hope for, but the it's been going this year, I'm not holding my breath, which again, I like that it's hard for them to drive in a handful, but you know, there's the other side and the tire thing. I already did the show on it. Go find it. It's a pretty good one too. Like it explains it all. Like Goodyear can only do so, so much. NASCAR wants three less inches of sidewall and they're still running as much camber and low air pressures as they want, which means the sidewall. Yeah. It's just, getting mauled on like that level thing, which is why it goes down because no one's listening. But again, I already got into it. I'll get into it a little bit more, but let's see how the stupid works out. And again, Joey Logano goes into it with a 30 point lead. Chastain second with an eight up 18 and so on and so forth. And then Byron moves back after all the penalties, you know, for that. And it was forthcoming. I mean, I think they should have been, you know, worse with a lot of other people as well that did stupid things. Like Denny with 
Bowman last year, that's okay. You know, I, I wish they'd be less pick and choosy about it, but we all do. So, you know, just get him, but you don't get him. It's just dumb for all the times we've seen people legit do dumb stuff after a race and go no snow and they've done nothing. But again, Denny Hamlin names like that. You know how they get, but really good stuff though. Again, congratulations to all the Moto America champions. Cause I'd never be able to do it. So and to see them get all squirrely, like that's hella good racing. Congratulations to them all on those two guys that won the tiebreakers. That's pretty cool. They had two in one season. It's good to see Lewis Hamilton fastest and free practice one in Singapore. I don't think it's going to last, sadly. I mean, fifth and FP2. We'll see what tomorrow is because we've seen them have really good Fridays and then suck on Saturday, but then race good. So we'll see how that works out, but I'm still going with Max. Until someone gives me a reason not to, I'm still going with Max. Uh, the impacts of the NASCAR guys, you know, the wrecks are very, very real. The concussions are real. But saying it never happened, happened before because they're, you know, the worst car ever for safety. Like, we do remember Dale Jr. in the last gen retired because he kept getting concussions one of those was like a nothing concussion like he barely hit the wall at all do they need to you know get more crush panels and areas like that on the car yes yeah, so it's not just doosh. like i like that the car you guys can you know kaboom you know run into each other like that and not blow your whole race out just because you had to brake check someone real quick and light contact blow out a radar like no one wanted to see that i don't like parts flying all over god's creation but i'd rather you know, crush panels and stuff in places so the car takes more abuse. You can still build up the bumper. Yeah, you know, I'm okay with that, you know, up front. So, again, they can run to the back of one another without having to worry about blowing radiators because that's ridiculous. But, you know, all around, we need to find a way to where, you know, it's sturdier car, but something, you know, takes the energy of the wreck away from the drivers because they're getting beat up. And we need people like Kevin Harvick. As much as people complain about him, right now he's the perfect guy to be there talking about how, you know, much impact he's taking everyone else's and all these wrecks. And he's, you know, we need people like him to be outspoken and there's not many of them left, but again, crush areas are needed, but you can keep the front bumper and all that where it is. They just need to work on other things. Um, Cause some of those hits have been catastrophic and they kept going and I just don't get it. And they also need to fix that damaged vehicle thing. Like if it's a mechanical part, I'm sorry, they shouldn't like have to eight minutes replace the whole rear end or you're done. I don't care if it's the playoffs or not. If it's mechanical parts like that, that shouldn't matter. They should be able to go to the garage and fix that. They got like pieces flying all over God's creation of the body. I get it because we had a lot of races in years past with tape parts, everything just flying off the cars when they try to tape it back together. If it's mechanical stuff, there shouldn't be an eight-minute clock. Let them go to the back, put on the new part, and go back out because their car's going to be running just as good as it was beforehand. So they'll hit minimum speed. We don't have to worry about sheet metal flying. Like that's really really dumb just like people blaming goodyear thankfully you know chase elliott heard steve latart people finally agree with me anyone that listens and watches this i'm saying all year that much sidewall turned into that much sidewall so running the same you know low air pressure and all that against what goodyear wants and all that camber like to put so much extra pressure on the sidewall not those speeds that's why it's blowing apart i don't see why nascar this time i don't want them to do it but can't put it like you have to listen to this because then we'll have less tires blowing out because they won't be so way low that they're putting all the pressure on the tinier sidewall. Well, bigger sidewall, you know, more sidewall, more tire to hold onto it. Littler sidewall, they only have so much. Doesn't take much, but I'm glad to hear people talking about it and that concussion from Bowman. You know, a lot of these hits, tires going out, people in whoosh, it's out of nowhere. And do something about that. 
and people would be bitching less if you made the teams actually use their heads and stop going above and beyond what they should. But we'll see how dumb it gets this weekend. Should be good racing. I'm excited about F1. Hopefully you guys are too. Congratulations to all the champions. And thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You know, please follow along. Yeah. YouTube Rumble and Cloud Hub for the videos. Got the Facebook, got Racing Rosinski on Twitter. I'm on Reddit under Jesse Rosinski. Locals, you know, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Good Pods. Good Pods is a good one. Really like what they do there. Castbox, Stitcher, Breaker. Like it's on all kinds of platforms. So please follow along on all of them. I try to live tweet during races and all that. Yeah, you know, keep all the news posted. But yeah, everyone remember, keep everyone in Florida and everyone else impacted and their loved ones. Yeah. Everyone knows someone down there that has to be and don't be dicks that I saw on the internet asking saying that this was karma. That's what they get. Like that actually makes you a terrible human being. Like legit terrible. And I've known some pretty terrible people, um, but I'm going to throw out a video on the TikTok under Jesse Rosinski later for all of them. But send a prayers and love to all of them because they, they really need it right now. Uh, but thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow along. Let me know what you think and share it out for me. And until next time, my friends, enjoy your weekend of racing and peace.